Gentlemen, welcome back to the Green Suits Podcast. This is episode 57. 57? Jason. What? Yeah, 57. Why were you looking at me like that? I was gonna try to I was gonna try to think of something like really snarky to say about you, but you Yeah. Uh, the reason I thought you were gonna like why was I staring at the screen so funny? Because I was watching Sedge because when he like did his clap, he was like <laughs> was really he was really unsure about that last I was, clap. I was trying to remember if I hit the right button and it's the red one, right? Yeah. I haven't done this in a couple of weeks. That's right. He hasn't yeah, been he on the last two episodes. I was I was in uh, Canada and I was in the the COVID. COVID. Yeah. <laughs> the COVID. Or is or as we like to call it, North United States. That's it. Nicer, much nicer United States. Oh man, yeah. what a what a trip that was! <clears throat> Holy moly! Now, Sedge, it's. I, I want to let everyone know that Sedge is feeling much better now. Now that his Rona is in remission. Woo! Yeah. He's he's in Rona he remission. Kicked, he kicked Rona in its teeth. Dude, he got it. There, got sick. Three days later, was testing negative. Dude. But there were two days in there. Holy crap, did it kick my butt. You know, last fall I thought, oh, you know, I didn't test out. I tested every day when I had that crud or that cough. Mm -hmm. And I said, okay, you know, that might have been corona. Oh, no, 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 that was not corona. (laughs) Holy moly. I don't know if I... um, Oh, no, I didn't have a chance to tell anybody. Uh, This is the normal podcast on Beers of the Boys I did, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. I I tested negative last one. I got back from Canada. I tested negative, negative. And then I tested on Wednesday morning because I wanted to, you know, I felt really dragged out from on the road because that happens to me. And I tested, you know, negatives at 7.30 in the morning. So I went in and I said to my boss, I said, you know what? I just don't feel right. Chris is going to be out of town for Festool Live. We're going to do a best of series. You know what? I got a ton of PTO built up. I'm just going to take three days off. She goes, great idea. I came home. I laid down for about a half hour. I woke up and I thought the house was on freaking fire. (laughs) And I went, what the hell's going on? So I thought I, you know, dozed off with my uh, glasses on. Oh, no, no, no. Put my glasses on and it was like, hmm. So I ran around the house just checking it. And all of a sudden I realized, oh, man, something's happened to me. So I tried to wash out my eyes. I went outside and I went, uh-oh. I thought I was stroking out, man. Because that's a sign of stroke. You know, blurry vision, mm-hmm. fogginess. So I, uh, I typed before I freaked out. I just typed in. I went, foggy vision. Oh, yeah. Some people with corona have it. So I tested again and it popped on me. I went positive. So, you know, that, that's my corona story. That's what I've been up to. But, but man, I, I got to say better. something. No, 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 no. I feel like a million bucks, but I got to tell you this. I bought something in Canada. And I didn't tell you guys. Poutine. You Save some it. Poutine. Oh, no, 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 no. I had, you know what? I had this poutine that was horrible up there. They didn't use really? beef gravy. They used chicken gravy. It was ugh. Yeah. And it was at a little, little place called uh, down in uh, Burlington, uh, Ontario. Okay, so really quick. I bought something. A .9 millimeter picker. Yeah. 0.9? Yeah, dude. It is badass. Yeah. They made a mechanical um They made a, me- pick a mechanical a pencil. 0.9. It's brand and new. I, that's all I use is 0.9. I can't stand 0.5s <clears throat> and 0.7s. They're always breaking. Does it is it still the same form factor? Yep. yep. Check it out. Oh yeah, look at that. It's badass. Very nice. It's awesome. Yep. yep. But is that an eraser on it yep. too? Huh. Yeah, and, it's and it green. takes a normal. It takes a point. It takes a normal point nine. But I also point. I picked up the uh, really the uh, the extra hard leads up there. It was freaking awesome. So it doesn't break as easy. Yeah, it's badass. Have to look into that. So Sedge is a big alert. fan of extra hard. Oh, yeah, born and raised that Sedge. way. Baby. The patrons paid is for the pickup. The, um, That's a contractual uh, obligation. Well. And you know, and we just want everyone to know, especially Sedge, that look, Sedge, that was your budget for yeah. 2022. For so I'm out. Thank. I want to. Th- you know, I want to thank all the patrons on Patreon. Hey, I finally got, got it right. Yeah, <laughs> you, you, you got to wait. 
You gotta wait three more months, buddy, until you're able to, to buy something. Until again. we can afford another so. pencil. It's okay. I just, you know, Ben, but I do like that new helicopter you get. Yeah. Well, in all fairness, it takes us it takes us three or four months to recoup all of Ben's uh, vacations that he takes. So. <laughs> hey, guys. It's got to get paid somehow, guys. Guys, I got to tell you, I'm going to say this. Being up in Canada, I was three days up there, uh, four days. And I'm going to tell you, a lot of people are uh, listening to this podcast. They love it. Eh? I got so much... I was like, hey, yeah, nice to meet you, and like that. They go, dude, we love your channel. Go, oh, thank you. You know, Festool, Sedge, you know. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, Sedge Tool, but we love the green suitors. And I was like, yes. So next time, I'm, I need some stickers because I want to travel with some stickers. Oh, you should have told me. I've got I've got a bunch of <coughs> green suitors podcast oh stickers from WorkbenchCon. So... I wanted to, you know, I couldn't wait for tonight because I haven't been really been on the normal uh, Green Suiters podcast with you guys for a couple of weeks. And man, I wanted to tell you how much that this podcast has meant to some people out there. People were like just coming up to me and going, dude, keep doing the Green Suiters. We love it. Uh, ben is great. You're great. And then there's Jake. <laughs> zing, zing. I was waiting. <laughs> you guys are supposed said you're supposed to save the crap talking for when I'm not on the podcast. <laughs> oh my god. Oh Sedge. Yo. When oh, Yo. Go ahead. You're gonna say no, something. No, I was just gonna say beers with the boys. Uh I know we all got off around Well, Sedge was off around nine. I think Ben and I both got off around nine forty five. Um, apparently they stayed on until like twelve thirty in the morning after what? I made Patrick the host yeah. and Gary Furness must Unreal. have been delusional or something uh, being up that late. <laughs> it's like it's like 5.30 in the morning. Yeah, he must have been delusional because he wrote me back and said that how brilliant uh, Patrick was as the host. And it was great. And I'm like, oh. God, what, what could Patrick possibly have said that would entertain anybody? It, you think? <laughs> I know what it is. Gary, you're fishing for a free freaking mouse pad. That's what it is. Yeah, he's like, yeah, Patrick should, Patrick should uh, be the host for all of these things. I'm like, are we talking about the same Patrick? Mouse pads, my Patrick. <laughs> oh my God! You know what? That was a great night once again. It was. It was a good. Oh one. my God! Yeah, I Thanks was a little offended me, uh... though that you had to show me up and and actually show up when you uh, are in the midst of COVID and I didn't. No, well, you know what? I it was I. You know what's funny about that? It's funny, and 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 I feel this tonight. I needed that. Oh yeah. And I need tonight. It, it sounds funny. I mean, I'm a dude. You guys are dudes, <laughs> but I missed you. Well, <laughs> you know, for me, I mean, there, Jace, we had. A little, I, I would have just felt too guilty after my wife kicked me downstairs to the basement and then been like, "Well, I got COVID. You take care of the kids. I've been gone for days. I'm going to do the the beers with the boys." In my dungeon. <laughs> well, Marianne uh, got COVID Saturday, and how do I feel? I feel like a, a heel, you know, a little, because of course it came from me. But she's on recovery now. She's feeling better, so yeah. good. I'm excited. You know, oh man, and also Saturday, I go pick up my travel uh, documents, my travel package from mm -hmm. our uh, uh, travel agent, and I'm excited. She's excited because. We are heading to Ireland. Nice. About time. It's been two years, oh. man. Two years coming. Oh, it's kind of heartbreaking when you know you, you've mm -hmm. been wanting to do this your entire life, you know, and... and you guys have just been pushing it off for two years now. Yeah. So we're pretty stoked. <clears throat> and, um, you know, uh, we're going with... Uh, uh, another couple, uh, Marianne's sister Debbie and her husband um, Robert, Bob, and oh my God, we always have fun together. And, and Jason, you met him, um, uh, Robert and Deb. Yeah, they were at the Christmas party, mm -hmm. and uh, they're they're really stoked too. They and they've been saving and crunching money for like f four or five years because they they found out we wanted to go, and they said, "Hey, man, let's save together." So nice, should be good. Nice. 
Ben, what were you going to so, say hey, earlier? Um, I was going to ask Sedge when the uh, the CTC SIS is coming out. October. Oh, no, no. CTC SIS. See, when I get asked that question, I know launch. It's got to be in October. Because we have a, a November, a December launch. Because in my head, I have when I can start talking about it, you mm-hmm. know, start doing social uh, media stuff with it. So I, I know, yeah, we got a December launch and an October. So in October, but that I don't know. That's the, the one exact that people drop. have been posting about, right? The battery operated oh, yeah, yeah, CTSIS, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and we're we're already yeah. shi- we're already shipping it to the dealers. Yeah. So. Oh my God! Uh, I was uh, I, I'm get- Tuesday and this morning I was on a couple uh, three-hour calls with Germany, getting ready for next year, Woo! and getting my training on a few new tools. Holy crap! And that's all I'm going to say about that. Cliffhanger. Yeah. Sedge, how much training do you need for a Festool Notepad? Dude, you should see. You should see you the know? Notepad. You it's got see a great new, dust collection. You should see the new toque I'm getting. Yeah. <laughs> and a couple new stickers because um, my uh my my projects in the fall are gonna they're certainly gonna get underway soon um and i would it would be really handy to have that that's like um the tsc 55 and that ctc sys is like the perfect combination for people that have a car and need to haul lumber Oh yeah, what a great idea! Wow. Yeah, because I usually would haul my CT twenty six and my track saw, but if I get that little guy, it's yeah much. I don't have to worry about being near a plug anymore. I mean, I I could do that already with the TSC, but I don't like getting plywood and then just leaving a a sawdust pile in someone's parking. You can lot. do it if it's How's Home Depot. Weather? Get it dirty. You're starting to get chilly mornings there in Virginia. Oh yeah, it's it was it's in the 40s now. Yep, same here. Low 40s. Same here. But the leaves were the this... leaves were already turning up in uh, Canada. You know, ever so slightly. Yeah, oh yeah. They ha- they haven't turned quite yet. They're starting to fall, but oh. But anyways, Jason, last podcast we knew. Who was giving away a giveaway for this mm-hmm. month? But now we know what the actual giveaway item is for this month. We do. So would you please tell the dear listeners what October's giveaway yes, is? Yes, the giveaway for the month of October is with our friends at TSO Products. And they are going to be giving away a GRS-16PE, which is the... oh the nicest of their squares. Um, it's the one that has the two straight edges, not the, not the uh, mitered edge. But uh, basically it's uh, compatible with Festool, Makita, and Triton, if I remember correctly. Triton. Um, yeah, those are all T-Triton. They do also have a Craig version, and if the person that wins owns the Craig AccuCut system, I'm sure that we could probably work it out to get you the Craig one. But that's a whole other conversation. This is open to all 50 states. Um, and to enter, all you have to do is go to greensuiterspodcast.com and fill out the entry form. Um, and I will just say here publicly, it'll say it on the entry thing. Um, you will be providing your email address, uh, and that will be given to TSO products. But enter for your chance to win. Super huge thanks to TSO. And speaking of TSO, uh, Sedge, guess who may be here in my shop next week? Hans. Mm-hmm. When? Really? Yeah. I don't know yet. I'm when? Waiting, I'm waiting to hear back from him. He, Their office is down in the, the path of the hurricane. Invite me. Mm. I will. It'll be during the day on a weekday. But so Oh, please. I'll, I'll talk to you guys more offline about what it's for, but there's uh, a product or two um, that he's going to come give me some like really in-depth training on. Said you have it, mm. and Ben, you have it. Uh, well, Ooh. Ben, you may not have the entire set, but... Um, I just have the, the, I have the, the giveaway item. I, I've had that for two years. Yeah. So pretty excited. Uh, Sedge, I totally forgot to mention that on the phone today. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you tomorrow, like what the situation is and what caused all this, but 
Um, I'm really excited because I've, I've met Eric. I've met Noah. I have actually not met Hans in person. And next week, um, the owner of TSO products may be standing right here in the shop with me. So Wicked really, cool. really excited about that. Cause I've wanted to meet him for a long time, but yeah, I met, I met him. So, I met him once at Festool. We hung out for about an hour, two hours. What an incredible human being he yeah. is. Yeah. He's, he's a really cool guy. Super duper guy. Absolutely. I'd love just to come in and say hi if that's possible. I love inviting myself to stuff. No, I, I 100% was going to talk to you about it. Um, I mean, you'll benefit from it too, to be honest with you. Um, but there, there's been possible talk of like, maybe we'll do a video together. Like, but I don't know. It's, it's strange. I don't have a, a videographer and doing a video like that. It'd just be too hard doing with one camera and, and, yeah, so we probably won't do that, but it'll be cool. So I'll definitely let you know. It'll, it'll be during the week for sure. Bits and Bits is a proud sponsor of the Green Suiters podcast and a distributor of the nation's best router bits for your shop. They feature shank sizes from an eighth to a half inch and have a wide range of diameters of upcuts, downcuts, compression bits, and more. They sell bits for your wood, aluminum, metal, plastic, acrylic, and foam projects, just to name a few. Their bits are suitable for hand routers, router tables, and even CNCs. Each and every bit is slathered in Astro Coating, which is a super secret sauce that prolongs the life of your bits, keeps them running cooler, and keeps the cutting edge razor sharp. If you want to save some cash, use our promo code HANS15 to save 15% at checkout. Head over to bitsandbits.com to find out more. Mm-hmm. Cool. We'll take some time awesome. off and come down. Yeah, that's the giveaway for October. So make sure you go to the, to the Green Series Podcast website. It is the landing page. Just fill out the information, and you'll be entered to win. Yes. You know, you know, I've been filling out. I haven't won anything yet, and I've been filling out, like, tons of those. Have you been putting in your favorite color also? I like blue. Well, I mean, if you haven't entered your favorite color, then that's probably why you weren't in any of the drawings. Right. Is, so. is peanut butter a color? And, Technically, and you're yeah. also supposed to be sending in. You're supposed to be sending in nudes too. So, and I haven't I, seen those. Any. Have been oh, going I me. Have, ooh, ooh, oh, <laughs> you're sending them to the wrong, <laughs> wrong place there, Sedge. Damn. Well, we know Damn. we know Sedge uh, was in Canada and uh, having COVID. So. Mm-hmm. Ben, what have you been up to? I've been doing some modifications to my motorcycle. I picked up the AGC Festival AGC, the angle grinder, last week, and uh, I've been putting that little guy to work. I love it, man. That's like my favorite, my new favorite tool in the shop right now. Talk about like just making the most out of metal. You know what I'm saying? It just just cuts right through it. Um, so. Customizing stuff for the motorcycle, playing with the shaper, and then just getting ready for uh, all these projects that I need to start knocking out around the house. I got to build my youngest daughter's bed, so I've been looking at uh, plywood dealers for that, and then uh, just start doing updates to the upper floor of the house. So I I, I think I don't think I'm going to try to do anything with the basement anymore. It's um. The more and more I, I kind of look into it, it just kind of seems like it's I, not a lost cause, but anything I put down there has the potential of needing to be ripped out just because, um, yeah, I don't think I'll ever be able to get the, the water under control, more or less. Mm. Um, I, I talked to a, two, a few companies about sealing the outside, and they said that you need to seal the entire outside well i can't do that because i don't have a hundred thousand dollars sides <laughs> yeah that and the i would have to like pretty much rip out my carport and for them to dig out it, it would just be a nightmare so i think um the french drain it you know it does enough but just gonna have to cut our losses i think hmm. at least for, at least for renovating the, the basement just you know as long as there's nothing down there sell sell the house don't disclose that you know let it be somebody else's problem mm. i mean that that's essentially what happened to me yeah, so. right <laughs> you know mm. um and you know and it's not something that happens all the time it happens two three times a year and it's not like a 
this catastrophic flood or anything like that. It, it gets an inch of water in a corner, you know. Um, there's only been one year where it was about half the basement, but again, it was an inch, maybe two inches of water, and that was it. So, so, just kind of keep it, keep the basement bare. You know, maybe maybe throw some some light paint on the walls just to give it some color. Mm-hmm. But other than that, but um, yeah, that, that's all I've been up to. Jason, what have you been up to? Spending a lot of time outside, honestly, just because the weather is finally turned hey. amazing, and like all I want to do is be outside. And and you guys got that new porch the, or the new, new patio. Pad. I got the Brio uh, fire pit, and we've we've fired that thing up every night since we've had it except tonight we didn't do it tonight because of the podcast but it's just great like i just come out in the garage open up the doors um i have uh i did take my the white oak tabletops over to my buddy drew um and he has a big uh double drum super max it's like 36 inches wide and these these tabletops that I have are about 98 inches right now. And there was a couple of reasons why I left them long. The goal is to get 90 inches out of them, um, which is fine. That's the size I wanted, 90 by 42. Um, that'll seat eight people very comfortably. Um, but because I'm doing the drum sander, so an, an issue that I used to have with my drum sanders, when I started to get like really, really, really long items... When you're loading that stuff in, if if you don't have the right pressure or a flat infeed and outfeed support that is perfectly level, what can end up happening is it teeters, right? And when that teeters, it rubs those rollers. So if it's in between the first, so his machine doesn't just have a roller before and after the, the drum, it's got one before the first drum, in between, next drum and another roller. And so that presses it down and keeps it flat. Well, what, what ended up happening quite a bit, honestly, on the first one we put through was not having that, that perfect level because we were holding it because there was no infeed and outfeed support minus the beds that come on it. And those are trash, right? They're super short. So it went in and then kind of stopped. And as we were trying to adjust it, um, it basically was just kind of going like this into the drum Mm-hmm. And yeah. so it was taking these, you know, divots out because Massive, all of that weight. Yeah. Sniping. Yes. Um, so it kind of sucks, but that's why we did the bottoms first. And that's also why I made this thing long, right? Because I wanted to, if stuff like that happened, I can trim it up. And I think I'm going to be able to, again, it's the bottom. You'll never see it. The top came out. The top came out like really nice. Everything. I got exactly an inch out of it. Um, I do have two spots on the top where it's very minor where that happened. Cause one of the boards, it kind of got stuck halfway through. I don't know if one of us just didn't apply the right pressure and it like, you could tell it was like, right. It's like almost right in the center. So I think what happened is like in there and it kind of went like this. So it just barely mm-hmm. nicked. Um, and that was on the first pass. So because we took subsequent passes, we were able to get most of that out. And I think I can actually take an iron and, you know, like a wet towel and kind of raise those spots mm, back and up. Pop, yeah, pop that grain back Because up. they're so minimal. I mean, you can, I can barely even see it. And if you feel it, you can barely feel it. But what I don't want to do is sit there and go over the whole area trying to smooth it out and then notice that the whole area has a depression. You know what mm. I mean? So, um, but the bottom, I think I'll actually be able to cut those, those bad spots out. And other than that, I mean, it, it looks amazing. Now that I can, I'm, it's, I'm, it's sitting on my bench top right now. So the goal is to straight line rip uh, where it'll get glued up. I'm just going to basically take one side, flip it over, and mm. then trim both edges with a track saw at the same mm. time. So that way, if there is any air, it gets eliminated like you would do on a joiner um, inside mm. outside method. Um, then I'll flatten those back out. I'm going to domino this one seam. Uh, all the way down, get the alignment perfect, throw this thing together, and then I can start prepping it for the for the base. So, um, which hopefully will be here next week. Hopefully, it's coming from Bidwell, just a black metal base, and then this will be done, and I can move on to something else. So, 
Um, That's the new dining room table. Yeah. Yep. Going to be and, um, quite a bit different. What did he have? Would you would you surface sand it at? What grit? Well, the drum sander was 150. Okay. So when I go back and sand this, I'll probably, I'll probably it doesn't need to go down to 80 at all. Um, no. I might start at 100 since that was the first uh, on the other one, and then just work my way back up to like probably 150. I don't think I'll go any higher because I'm using Rubio. So um, I might even go up to 180, but I've used Rubio with higher than 120 like they recommend and had really, really nice results. But yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to look great. I mean, it's, it's absolutely beautiful. It's all riff or quarter sawn white oak. It looks phenomenal. Like, mm -hmm. It's going to be sweet. You should, you should, Jason, just, just forget all that and just grab your favorite Gator 320 and just... <laughs> smooth that puppy yeah, out. Yeah, and then put like four coats of shellac, then, then do a rubbed not, polyurethane not even, finish. Not even shellac. Not even shellac. Go, go with poly. Just wipe on poly stain. Stay, you, okay. the, the poly shades. The, go go for the two-in-one. Yes, poly really shades. Go for, the, yeah. go for the two-in-one. Yeah. And then buff poly it out shade. with some steel wool. I mean, you want to make that wall, that that oak look like walnut. Yeah. That's what you're going for. Oak nut. <laughs> yeah, you want to. I, I mean, it's a walnut tree in a can. And you want to get <laughs> yeah. rid of all those little specks or flecks in there. Oh. Yeah, they're so ugly. Yeah, you don't want to. They're so unsightly. Yeah, there's very you little of that on this. Stuff. Very little of it, and it's kind of positioned very nice. It's 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 going to be beautiful. I mean, absolutely beautiful. Really glad that that we decided to do this. So I think Nicole just found some chairs that she wants. Finally, so she go to Kittles. No, I mean, I'll tell you, we we have found out that we could spend easily, you know, twelve, fifteen hundred, two thousand dollars on six chairs, or we could spend, you know, six hundred dollars on six chairs. But she has she has expensive taste when. Everything that and everything that she likes, she's like, oh, I love it. It's automatically going to be expensive every time. <laughs> and then there's other ones. She's like, well, this is nice. And I'm like, well, I know you don't love that one. So, but anyway, enough of all that. Um, other than that, just been shooting, shooting content, doing admin stuff, emails, uh, getting settled into this nice. I'm home all day, every day schedule. Cool. Awesome. You want to hop into the the topic for tonight? I do. So we're doing something a little bit different tonight, everybody. I was thinking about this, and I was telling Sedges earlier, I, I can't remember what I heard. I think I was listening to another podcast or listening to something. Um, and the topic came up of like doing something different. So I was like, you know what? I think it'd be interesting to talk about if we wouldn't have got into woodworking as the our vice or as our hobby um what what do we think we would be doing now right like if it if it's not this and it can go a lot of different ways if it's not woodworking as the hobby what else would it be um i brought up an interesting point to sedge like if it wasn't for woodworking you wouldn't be working in the job that you've worked in for the past you know what 14 years 15 years yep almost 16 now so I just thought it was it was interesting because I think it'll shed some light on some of the things that we may not know about each other or things that we used to do or that other things that we like to do. So with that, um, who wants to go first? I, I know that I wouldn't have gotten into marketing had I not been for woodworking. Wow. Wow. Um, and it's because like whenever Jason and I first got started, uh, I used to my other business was uh valor made designs and i started that back in 2016 and it was i, I made custom furniture and um you know I was, what everyone else was doing back then just trying to get ahead on social media and trying to get a presence and stuff like that and i was just trying to build social media so that i could generate more sales not so that i could have you know be the influencers is what they call it now Back then, that wasn't even a word. Um, but just running the business, it was the marketing side that I really liked doing the most. And so 
once I, I was getting close to getting on the military and I was trying to think about what I wanted to do, I just thought about how I enjoy doing marketing the most out of running my old business. And um, so yeah, I, I probably wouldn't have even thought of doing or getting into marketing or social media management had it not been for woodworking. Um, but what I would do, I, I don't know, I, I think I kind of do it now. Uh, I think woodworking is a part of what I like doing. I don't think it's everything that I like doing. Um, I, I love being creative. I love having an idea of something in my head. Like I have a problem that needs a solution and either that solution doesn't exist yet or it exists in a way that's not conducive for me. And so I just create it. That's why I have 3D printers. That's why I have the shaper. That's why I have mm. uh, a laser cutter. Just so that I Thank can you, fabricate Patreon. my ideas. <laughs> um, so I, I, I honestly, and it, when you pitched this, Jason, I was like, damn, man, I, can't, I really can't think of anything that I would be doing. Mm. Um, obviously, I pitched you, you would be fishing. Right? I mean, that's what that, you did before. That was my guess when we were talking yeah. today. I don't know. We're not yeah. on me yet. I know. <laughs> um, what do you think I would do, yeah. Ben? What do you think I would be doing? Well, I mean, you're already doing OnlyFans. Yes, correct. Um, yep. And I just finished and only uh, feet. Uh, my MySpace uh, feet finder. I, and I was a star on uh, what was that place? My MySpace. What was that thing? MySpace. Yeah, yeah, MySpace. <laughs> what would Sedge do? Sedge, I think you would. You okay? Here, this is Sedge's journey, right? It's young Sedge, teens or late teens, right? Discovers bodybuilding. Starts off handing out towels at the gym. He sees these other luscious, beautiful, just ripped men. <laughs> And he's like, I want to be them, and I want to be on them. Yeah. <laughs> I need some of that. I want to be a ripped man. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, I think Sedge would have gone into some type of fitness or something. You know, when... Some, some form of twisting steel, as they call it. Yeah. You're exactly 100% right. So it's all about passion. I followed one of my passions. And by the way, when I was meant, when Jason threw this at me today, I was like, oh my God, what a phenomenal topic. Because when it's my question next time, I got one that's going to spring off of this. And it'll have to do with woodworking, but I'll just leave it at that. So. I have a few passions in my life, and I was always taught as a kid to follow your passions. Um, I'll talk about what I'm doing now really quick. Um, my dad said to me, enjoy your uh, advocation, which is your hobby. Enjoy it because it will become your vocation. And the only regret I ever have in life is when my parents passed away um, in 2001 and in 2003, they didn't get an opportunity to see what I'm doing now because they called it. My sister and I sit there sometimes when I'm up in Maine, and she goes, my God, Mom and Dad. Do you, I go, do you think they would have moved <laughs> into Festool with me? <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, and she goes, you know how proud they are of you? And I go, I know. They're all proud of all of us, Sedgley's, right? Um, and, they're down, and they're up there looking down on us. And I do have a blessed life, 100%. I have been woodworking my entire life. I got pictures back here in my grandfather's uh, shop when I'm seven years old working with a hand plane. Um, I just, it's been my passion my entire life. And then sometimes I've dropped it and I haven't done it. You know, and I was up in Canada and I was talking to somebody. They go, really? I go, yeah, I used to build my own skateboards and I built my own half pipes. They go, What? Because I was showing them how to lay out an axe. Skater sage. And, you know, and stuff like that. So let's get back to the topic because this is fun. 
because I do have another passion and everybody knows about it. It's lifting. I've been under the bar for 40 years. You know, I just, I have been a gym rat, but now I have the gym in my home. And I often think about it. I have thought about this, Jason, so many times because my son-in-law is going to get his uh, degree in uh, um, uh, a sports physiology i think it is he's gonna be a, he wants to be a strength uh strength uh trainer oh nice and i would love that to teach people how to get stronger in a gym whether collegiate or high school and stuff like that i just love that atmosphere i love i love just you know i mean i lifted before come i lifted this morning i lifted tonight i just it's i just you know so i think about that and you guys say something about fitness I've also, you guys are going to laugh at this one. When I was in Florida, a lot of people know me down there as a runner. I, uh, I used to do 5Ks really? all the time and 10Ks, half marathons. So listen to this one. I ran the first Disney inaugural marathon. I ran the second one. And then I ran the Boston 100th running hmm. marathon. I've run the Boston marathon as a band. It was awesome. <laughs> I thought you said bikini contest. I did. That's what I thought. Yeah. That's where I thought you were going with. I, when you said running, that that really threw me off. You worked at a so, Coyote Ugly like bar. I did. I actually invented Coyote Ugly. I was the first one to get up on the bar with my Coyote, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> that's where the name came from. <laughs> it is. So, Ben, you nailed it. I've been involved in I. It's not that I'm a loner, but I, you know, running can be a lone, a loner sport and lifting because I'm in a, I kind of do it. I, I like to push myself. I like to push my physical limits. And, uh, and I think, you know, man, I'd like to get it. I would have loved to have gotten a degree in uh, sports physiology or, you know, exercise sciences and um, maybe, I, I mean, I've been blessed. I've lifted with some killer people over the years, you know. And I've lifted, I lifted in some unbelievable, cool. Dun- I call them gyms, but you know, really, dungeons, <laughs> and just boy, just pushing myself. So that's what I, I think I would have done. And then I have another one, but I'm not going to talk about it now. We'll see if we if we go another round. Okay. Because I have another one that I someday I'd like to pick up that as a hobby again. Because I did it when I was 12 years old. And I. Cocaine's not a hobby. So. I love it. Oh, it's so, not? I'm, it mine's out then. <laughs> I, I would have been a professional cocainer. Oh my God. <laughs> Jason. A liner's, a liner's what they call it. <laughs> Jason, what about you? Besides, you know, would it be fishing? Okay, so. It's tricky for either fishing or it's cooking. tricky for me to answer. Let me let me preface this by saying when I was a drill sergeant, uh, a buddy of mine, um, his last name was Neno, and a lot of people know him uh, in the army. He's just one of those guys that like everybody knows who he is. Um, he used to call me an impulse hobbyist, mm-hmm. and I think there's a lot of truth to that. I used to you know joke and say, yeah, no, I'm not. But the reason I say that is because there, there's certain things that I've done and that I do hobbies that I've, that I've gotten into. And when I get into them, I get into them like crazy and I go all in very quickly. Um, hence my shop, right? It's why my shop is, is the way that it is. Most people don't believe that I've only, you know, gotten into woodworking, what, six years ago now, maybe. Yeah. I think around six years ago. And because of the stuff that I have in my shop. I just have a tendency to go overboard. So there's a lot of different things that I've done and I still like to do. It's just what am I doing the most right now? So for me, the thing I'm doing the most is woodworking. But the reason why it's tricky for me to answer is because this woodworking path has led me to what I'm doing now, which is heavily based on social media, not building furniture for anybody. Um, And to be quite honest with you, not really building a lot of furniture for myself even. Um, so knowing what I know now, if I took into the equation of how it led me down the YouTube rabbit hole and social media and growing a brand and growing your business and, you know, all these different ways that you can monetize things, I think fishing probably would be 
the thing that I would gravita- uh, gravitate towards. But before I was woodworking, like bass fishing was my woodworking. So just as serious as I, as I am about this hobby, I was the same way with bass fishing. This took priority at some point and fishing became less and less of a normal thing because all of my free time I want to dedicate towards this. But I say I would probably do the bass fishing because I would know how to monetize it. Mm. So instead of me just going out and fishing and fishing in tournaments and never, you know, never winning anything, the occasional pot here, the occasional pot there, I would do it as a teaching opportunity. And I would go out there and I would, and I still think about this. I would absolutely like have a camera on the boat and I'd be doing lure reviews and how to tie this knot and what I'm looking for when I'm fishing. And like, I feel like I could get a boat tomorrow and go out and start that channel immediately. Um, so that's probably what I would be doing. Um, golf, golf is another huge hobby, but I feel like golf is kind of one of those things. That's just kind of like a forever hobby. It's a sport that you play and, well, excuse me, <laughs> take that back. It's a game that you play. It's not a, not really a sport. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like that's not something that I would like be monetizing or be on the pro circuit. I mean, I, I had planned on going to college for golf and I wanted to play professionally when I was younger and all of these things. But of course, you know, that didn't happen. Um, hmm. So probably bass fishing, but I would definitely be doing the same thing I'm doing now for sure. Hmm. That's a crazy thing. Like the hobby, which was, you know, we, we stumbled upon it because we wanted to make things for our own house. Well, that hobby led to so many other things, whether like Ben, Ben would probably not be into motorcycles nearly as much as he is if he wouldn't have gone down the path of woodworking, which the two don't really have anything to do with each other, but that led him on this path. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you with festival. Oh, I know exactly. Mm-hmm. I know exactly what you mean. You would not be doing your job. Like what job would you be doing? Like sometimes I think about it, like if I wouldn't join the army, what would I be doing today? Yeah, I, know. yeah, I have no idea what I would be doing. I remember after being in the army like I, for like, you know, when in the beginning where you go home a lot on leave, like the first six years, yeah. Ben, like you always want to go home on leave and yeah. see your friends. And at yeah. like two years, you're like, what are you doing? Oh, I'm working over at T-Mobile. Like, oh, cool, man. And then you go back like four years later, like. What are you doing? Oh, I'm working at yeah. T-Mobile. Or so I got a new job as a manager at Einstein's Bagels. Um, you know, like not, not that there's anything wrong with that, but it's like, what would I be doing if, if I would have not joined yeah, the military? Yeah. I definitely, I surely wouldn't be in this house. Yeah. I surely wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be married to Nicole. I wouldn't have Leo. I wouldn't have Max. It's, it's crazy. Like I, I found a picture of Jason in probably his earliest uh, thing that, I mean, his earliest hobby that he ever did. Look, you see that? <laughs> trash can. It's a, it's a picture. It's a picture of a trash can for our audio listeners. Some things never change. Still they producing don't. trash yeah. every every day. <laughs> I'm the trash yeah. man. Hey, this is Ben, inviting you to join our growing podcast community over on Patreon. As a member of our community, you'll get early and ad-free access to each episode, as well as invites to our monthly group call with the community. Also, you'll be able to participate in the direction of the show by submitting your questions for upcoming episodes. Use the links in the show notes below, and we'll see you on Patreon. Wow. It's, no, but, it's... but think, about, think about this topic, and, and hopefully anybody listening right now, think about where your life has taken you mm-hmm. right and i mean i mean i don't mean to get too overly philosophical but this is a for me this is a great topic because my whole life is woodworking is tools and woodworking i think everybody knows that i mean i come home and i mess in my shop and i go to work and i mess in an incredible shop you know i i think it's a really good um and same as you said, not to be like too philosophical about it. But I, I think it's a really good like happiness check, because if you're saying something that that is not what you're doing at, at, in any way, shape, or form, then maybe what you're doing is not yes. the best thing for yes. you. Yes. You know, like Jason, when I saw that text, like I literally just kind of sat there and like I I really cannot think of anything that that I would be doing right now. Like I'm. 
I'm literally doing what I want to do right now. I mean, I think another way, um, because I I do want to hear that other thing that Sedge was saying, but let's think about it like this, right? We know we like woodworking. So, I mean, we've done uh, an episode talking about like furniture, the things that we haven't got to try yet and we want to try. So mm -hmm. what is there another hobby um, outside of woodworking? Um, And in your case, Ben, motorcycle riding, because we know how much you like riding motorcycles. I mean, is there another thing that looking at what you've done over the past, you know, 5, 10, 15, 20 years that you think it might be kind of interesting if you would have gotten into that, where that might have led you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there, for me, there isn't anything that I could even you ready? remotely think of. Yeah, what is it? 47 years ago. When you I was were, 12 years old. When you were uh, 42. <laughs> 47 years ago, when I was 12 years old, I took a class. It was a summer class. It was in Maine, of course. And it was this place in an old building downtown Lewiston, Maine. And uh, it was called Craft School. And I took a class in pottery. Okay. My sister still has the freaking ashtray that (laughs) that I threw my first project. She... Oh my God, she just loves that. She she doesn't smoke, but she still brings it out. She goes, she still has it out on her sun porch, right? And she goes, you were so excited about that. So over the years, I've Marianne and I have collected some pottery pieces. I just I know what goes into throwing a piece. Okay, mm-hmm. I really do. Have you guys ever thrown a piece on a, a wheel? I've no, seen it but done. I've never done it. Sedge, it's amazing. I will say that if so you f- ever feel the urge or the need to reenact Ghost, I will be your Ghost, demi. Yeah, your demi more. Oh, you! Oh my God, you guys are so damn funny. Be, be my Patrick Swayze. <coughs> oh my yeah. God! Oh my God! <laughs> oh my God! You guys are tripping me oh, out. Can oh, I just? Can I be Whoopi Goldberg? Sure, guys. Guys, I there's someday I'm going to hope maybe hey, I still feel like I'm eighteen years old. And I'm I think I'm really just getting started here in life. Mm-hmm. And I truly believe that. And that I wanna I wanna do some pottery. I wanna get a wheel, I wanna get a kiln, uh, possibly maybe even take a couple classes in it first. I wonder if Mark Adams see. ever has uh, any classes like that over there. I would assume he does. I don't I know he has all kinds of cool, really cool glass. He has some glass. He had a glass blowing oh, yeah. class. I think last year or this year. Yeah, welding. And he's had some cooking. Oh my god! I mean, there's cooking. And that's the other there. thing. And that's the other thing that I want to do. Um, I want to learn how to weld as well. Yeah, I want to learn how to do that. But too. for me, pottery, it, it just because it, when I collect pieces here and there, I just know what goes into it, and I'm just blown away at the artistry of it. It's it's amazing, and it's got it goes all the way back to the beginning of time. People needed vessels to carry water, food, you, and store stuff. You you mentioned welding. So. That's definitely something I wanted to do too. You know what we should do? We should. Uh, I just talked to Eric uh, a couple weeks ago, and. We should plan a trip up there like next summer, the yep. three of us, and spend a few yep. days. And because I know he'll he'll teach us how to weld, and I think we would get a lot out of that mm-hmm. for sure. Oh my god! Oh, absolutely. Do you know how much goddamn fun we'd have? Yeah, I have to play some poker, oh. drink some beer. You know, Dude. God, it's gonna be ugh. Oh my god! Hang Do out a with an incredibly stories. interesting person. Ugh, gross. Get get naked. Wait, what? Do some pottery. <laughs> <laughs> do some pottery. <laughs> I was uh, I was waiting. Oh, that was perfect. It was. Yeah. Ben, you could be our whoopee. I'll be your whoopee any day. So, um, I don't know. Like for me, hobbies kind of come uh, because I find something that I really like. Right. Um, I love riding mm-hmm. motorcycles as well. I've owned three. Um, I, that's just. That was an obsession of mine, you know, golf, uh, bass fishing, this. Uh, I got into guns for a little while, and then I was like, wait a minute, why do I like guns? I'm in the Army, and I hate cleaning them, so get rid of them. Um, like, seriously, I, I, don't, I don't love shooting anymore just because the Army killed it for me. But 
a lot of people don't know this, but uh, when I was in high school, so when the whole golf thing kind of went down the drain, because um, I was getting looked at by colleges when I was a junior in high school, when I was the captain of the golf team my junior year in high school. Um, what? Yeah. Holy crap. My sophomore year, um, we went at our regional stuff, uh, one of the local, I think it was a community college. Um, it wasn't Arizona State University, which has a really good golf program. But they, I got approached by them while I was there as a sophomore. Um, halfway, th- was it halfway through my junior year, I think it was, or it was after the junior year season, um, I had to have a job because I had to pay for a car and I had to pay for a phone and all these other things. So I didn't have the time to dedicate towards going to golf practice. So I basically threw all of that away. And my backup plan uh, for college is I was going to go to a tech school and I was going to go to school uh, to be a mechanic. And I got accepted to, um, um, I can't remember what it's called now, but it's like Arizona Mechanics Institute um, or American Mechanic Institute, AMI or UMI, something like that. One of the better mechanic schools. I thought you were going to say Arizona Pottery School. No. Um, And then there was a Wyoming Tech, UTI, Universal Technical Institute. Um, Oh, I totally just made that up. No, it really was. It's, it really is UTI. Um, and then uh, Wyoming Tech. And everything was good. I was going to go to UTI, and I was going to get a certification like BM. Did you have a UTI? I did not. Urinary not at that track time. That didn't, that didn't come until, a, until after I joined the Army um, and traveled the world. That didn't come until, until after you, you did experimentations with other right. people. Um, <clears throat> made my foreign presence known. An awkward comfort. We're exploring each other. Yeah. Leave us alone. Um, <laughs> so I had everything set. Like I was, I was going to go to automotive school, and it was going to be eight hours a day, and I was going to get you know BMW certified, and I was going to be a you know certified BMW Drug technician or, or BMW or Porsche was the two that I was interested in. And uh, <laughs> I'll never forget this funny story. I was a senior <coughs> in high school, and I was. Uh, <laughs> My mother told me that once I turned 18 or once I graduated high school, that if I was going to live there, I was going to start paying rent. And I looked at my mom and I said, well, mom, like I had to quit golf just to work and get this job to pay for my car and everything else. Like I'm going to be in school for eight hours a day, like, you know, for a year, it was like a year long program, a year and a half long program. Um, and I was like, and I thank her for this. Right. Um, or I would now, but she was like, well, life sucks sometimes. She looked right at me. <laughs> she was like, well, life sucks sometimes. And I was like, got it. Next day, I went to the recruiting office. <laughs> and wow. N- yeah, no joke. That's, that, is, um, that was all wow. like right after, uh, right around the whole 9-11 thing. I was a senior in high school. And when 9-11 happened, um, that was like, I'm joining the military, right? I, the idea got in my head like, Maybe I'm going to join the military. Maybe I'm going to join the military. And I went to the Air Force recruiter, and they, that was just a joke. Um, and then I kind of let some time go by, and I was thinking about it, and then that happened. And the very next day, um, I went to the Army recruiting office. I was like, I want to join the Army. They were like, not a problem. We'll take you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I went to the Marines first. Did you? And that lasted about two, two seconds, yeah. Oh. I, I walked you saw in, a bunch of like, Patricks? Um, <laughs> Yeah, I was just going to say Patrick was hey, the recruiter. What, hey, you want some grand? Um, now they're, uh, I asked him, I was like, you know, what, what benefits do you guys have? Uh, you know, do you guys give anything for college? He's like, well, first, before you ask what the Marines can do for you, what can you do for the Marines? I was like, I'll, I'll walk across the, the hallway yeah. and go to the yeah, army. Yeah, I'll see you later. Yeah, just. What's, okay, really odd tangent. Okay, Jennifer and I, she, she loves ID Channel. ID Channel here in America, it's well known for like murder shows, like documentaries, like stories about real murders that happen. Oh, yeah. Most of them like gratuitous murders. So we're watching this, um, this one show called uh, I Killed My Dad or something like that. This, this kid kills his father in like the town over from the town that I grew up in. <gasps> Right, we're, we're watching this show like maybe a month ago, and the cop that got called out to this house because this kid killed his dad and he called nine one one. 
cop comes out to this house and they're like interviewing him. And it's my recruiter from joining the army. I'm like, I'm like, are you kidding me? No shit. Yeah. So if you, if you, I think it's on, I'm pretty sure it's, a, it's either, no, I want to say maybe it's Netflix. If you go on Netflix, mm-hmm. look up the show, uh, I killed my dad or something like that. I always, the, the cop in the first five minutes is my recruiter. <laughs> I'm always w- w- William Brown is his name. Marianne is always watching those true crime murder things, mm-hmm. and I'm like, "You get into that?" She goes, "Hey, I just want to see, you know." No, I go, "What do you want to know?" Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know. So oh, Jen, Jen does the same thing. We'll, we'll be like going down a, a, the road or something. She's like, "Don't turn there." I'm like, "Why?" She's like, "Well, that's probably a good place to get murdered." <laughs> She could be telling the truth. She she may know. She does She's watch like, a lot of shows. Hey, How much insurance she got, man? It's 8.30 p.m. We need to go back inside. Most murders happen around 8.40. Yeah. So we better get <laughs> And then you guys just walking the streets of Chicago with gunshots in the background. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I told Nicole that. Maybe she's trying I to. I told Nicole that. And she's like, I'm like, we ain't going to Chicago. Like, I don't. <laughs> ben was just there. It's it's rough during the day, even, in the, right in the middle of downtown. When I was driving, when I was leaving Chicago to come to your house, Jason, this guy, I, I was I was heading south. Like, I didn't. I just followed my GPS. Some guy in a Jeep pulls up behind me, like, honks his horn at me. He's like, do you know where you just drove through? I'm like, no. He's like, that's like one of the worst places you could have driven through, man. I'm like, well, I'm okay. Like, nothing bad happened. Hmm. Um, I mean, if I've, I've been on three deployments. I've been in some of the worst cities you could ever be in, and I'm, I'm okay. I, I don't think that, you know, the, the outskirts of Chicago are going to, Challenge me too much. Rough and tough. They will when you're not carrying around yeah. an M4. <laughs> a little bit different. <laughs> and, and, and body yeah, armor. Right, I mean. yeah. In a up-armored vehicle. You just, when you live in a city or you're, you commute in and out of cities, you just have to be aware of your surroundings. Well, how many, it, how many bad situations do you already drive through, but because nothing happened, you were completely oblivious yeah. to exactly. it? Exactly. You know, like it happens every but day. But you have to so. be just aware of your surroundings. Just keep oh, your yeah. eyes open. You know, you can of see course. them coming most of the time. Yeah. Jeez, it's just some people are just so obtuse. You know, and that's that's the people who get popped. Dang, Sedge. Wow. What? Bring out the gangster. Bring out the gangster. Terms. Now we know what Sedge's hobby would have been: gang banging. <laughs> So I was, popped, I was getting popped with a gat. You know what I'm saying? Back, back in the '80s, I used to commute back and forth. I lived out west, West Fort Lauderdale, on a scooter because I could go in between the cars, and it was just cheap going back and forth. I'm gonna tell you something. <laughs> you, you like this, don't you? You ever been to spring break? It's wall to wall cars. Said, just say that you're a drug runner. No. So there's one night I'm, I'm like. I got 14 kilos, so I mean, if cats. anybody in, knows Fort Lauderdale, okay, there was, there was a street, but you had to be really careful on it. And I was cruising, I was cruising home to Sunrise, Florida on Sistrunk Boulevard, and I hear, one time I went, boy, that's really weird. That's a weird sound. Somebody was freaking shooting at me, and I didn't realize it. So... Sedge, what's the name of your boss? Oh, he's this really, he's like this Cuban guy. He's got a big scar on his yeah. face. <laughs> Something Escobar. Um, he's married, he's married to Michelle Pfeiffer. The, I don't know. I was like, I get home that night and I went, I think those were, I think those were rounds. I think somebody was trying to pop me on, on that scooter. So, to, a, 2 a.m. When, when he said, he said he was driving his scooter in Fort Lauderdale, immediately what came to my mind was Sedge with like, American flag sunglasses, a backwards trucker cap, and then the you see me rolling video or the you see me rolling music in the background and just said slow mo on the scooter. That's why I started laughing because immediately I was like, they see me rolling. He, he, he has to have a mullet though. Yeah. I Back with Sedge really, had hair. Yeah. 
An American American flag shorts. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> and a cutoff shirt with a with a bald eagle. Yeah. On the front of it. Did you guys really see pictures of me back then? <laughs> oh man. <laughs> you and your tricked out Vespa. Hey, any anybody oh, anybody listening to this podcast? If you do like memes or sketch art, <laughs> I have got to see Sedge on a scooter, <laughs> pictured the way that I just said. Oh, that'd be great. Sedge, hey now. Sedge, Sedge on the scooter. Back in the 80s. Well, with hair. With hair. Jason, with do, you, hair. do you have any, do you have any, any good uh, hateful comments this week? I do, Hans. I'm waiting. Don't let that uh, negative comment get to you, Ben. Said, uh, Hans is not leaving the podcast. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Hans, Hans is starting to feel a little sick right now. I think the cold weather on the motorcycle Ooh. is getting to me. We didn't tell Sedge about uh, the fact that we did get a negative review, and it was talking about we Hans. Didn't. Oh, what did it say? From, du- from, from douchebag nineteen sixty one or fifty. I got. I I I should have saved it. I I got a negative comment. Did you? Yeah, but I think my response was better. What? He said his his name was Dong's Dong something. <laughs> Listen to this one. He he sent me a really a shitty comment like, "Oh yeah, L- like you really listen, know what you're talking about." And I said, "Listen, Dong, you're you're not insulting anyone with a name like <laughs> no, that." No, I okay. said I said this. I went, "You you are the insult." I think uh, my response was this. I wasn't gonna like take it off there. I just said, um, I said something like, "Hey, thanks for sharing." An appropriate name for the response for the for the comment, <laughs> Dong. What a douche. Uh, <laughs> name name is appropriate. Yeah. Um. This first one is from the TS fifty five F first look. This person says, "When your entire workbench is stocked with Festool products, I'm doubting you can give a biased opinion." Next. You know what's... I thought about that while I'm looking for the other one. I thought about that. And if I wanted to know or see a first look at a new festival product, don't you think I would probably want to see it from the guy whose backdrop looks like a festival uh, showroom, right? Because what does that show you? That I like their tools and I have experience with them as opposed to somebody who doesn't have any festival and decides to get that track saw and gives their opinions on it. Actually, no, Jason, you see, because the corporation bought you out and that's why you feel the way that that's you right. Feel. They gave it all to me. Next. Yeah. No, here Next. goes, here goes one that uh, goes with that. So this is how you should be cutting plywood new to this channel. Dumb question sponsored by festool question mark. Video had nothing to do with festival. <laughs> this person, I just, I just, I just, I just, in this moment, I that question came to my head, so I wanted to ask it, no matter what the video was. <laughs> this was on my inset hinges don't have to be hard. This person says, "I don't set my depth because I've done this so long. Now let's go re-drill ever so slightly deeper." I don't know what he was. What? I don't know what he was referring to there. Like, maybe I said something or did something in the video. And um, this is on the best table saw fence on the market. Looks cool, but I can use a tape in my eyes and achieve the same thing. Oh, what a what a freaking bone! <laughs> this same video. The reason I watched the video is why, and you never told us why. You have $4,000 table saw, and you just spent another 1500 to upgrade the fence. I have a much cheaper table saw, and the fence is dead on all the time. Is saw stop that bad? Okay. Well, go ahead and start making some videos showing everybody that then. Yeah. Oh, this one's funny. This will be the last one I read. This was on building a frameless upper cabinet, right? And uh, part of me agrees with this, right? Uh, but for the video, I, this is what I did, right? I don't even know if I put one in in the video. I think I may have just talked about it. But this person says, 
You don't need a bunch of pocket holes to install the nailer. Use glue and a couple of small nails to hold it in place while the glue dries. Pocket hole screws are an abomination used by lousy and lazy wannabe woodworkers. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Oh, good times. Is that a recent comment? They're all within like the last eight days or so. I just happened to spend uh, like 30, 45 minutes last night like going through and answering stuff from the last couple of weeks. So I had a bunch like in the queue ready to go for today. Jeez. Can't, can't please everybody. Nope, man. can't. Jace, you can tell it's a little chilly out and the, the weather's changing. You get your Festool pullover mm-hmm. on, bro. Festool hoodie every day, Hoodie-time. everyone. Absolutely. Festool hoodie I every day. Hoodie I need week. to get some new hoodies this year, actually. Dude, I just got a killer Festool pullover from Canada. It's probably the nicest pullover I've ever owned from Festool. Does it give you compliments every day? Mate, I'm going to tell you <laughs> what. Handsome. It's freaking... Oh my god, it is nice. <laughs> you feel your great. skin is warm. Mm. Oh my god, your skin is warm. Uh, Jesus Christ. What you said it it's the nicest one. It's very polite. <laughs> I wanna I wanna wear your skin. Did you get an extra one, Sedge? No, they just gave me one. Shame. I asked for one, but shame. Shame. All right, I've got to I've got to get off because I got to go lay with lay with the boy. Alrighty, well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this episode. Don't forget if you want to enter the chance to win the TSO uh, guide rail square, go to the website www.greensearchspodcast.com. The giveaway tab is the landing page. Enter your information to win. Also, keep in mind that your information will get passed along to TSO for their own marketing purposes. Until the next episode, we bid you all adieu. 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 I said adieu. Bye-bye. Sayonara. Bye.